0: All right, well, we're back here with our Sunday mixdown with Pastor Whitman Tolan.
1: Pastor, how are you doing today? Doing great, Tommy. So good to be with you again.
0: It is good to be back again. Um, you know, Listening to yesterday's message, it, uh, I think it was very relevant uh, to what's happening today. A lot of talk about unity.
1: Yeah.
0: And, um, uh, you know, could you, could you start maybe by defining unity for me?
1: Wow. I, again, I, without going to, let's go to the dictionary definition, yeah. just sharing my understanding. Uh, my understanding would simply be that we uh, come together in agreement uh, with one mind, with one purpose on something higher than ourself. And really, ultimately, I think the only thing that we can unify uh, around or with would be the purpose of God. And um, so, uh, you know, again, I think there's a lot of different ideas on unity. I think we can, we, we more often than not, find ourselves unifying around uh, a preference or a cause or things like that. Right. And I think, you know, really, as I've shared before, Tommy, my, my burden is for the church, I, I, you know, not just a, I'm not a social architect. I'm not trying to look at the things in the world and do this. I think as the church, we there, there's a mandate for us to walk together in unity um, beyond just our personal preferences.
0: Okay. And that, that brings up a question that I have, um, I think, about unity. You know, we, we've heard that unity is not uniformity. It's not unison necessarily. But So if we're unified, does that mean we always agree?
1: I don't think necessarily. I think that we will always, pro- we, just in our humanity, as uniquely different as each one of us has been created in God's image, I think that there's always going to be some things where we not necessarily agree upon but I think we, instead of going to the lowest common denominator, I think we need to go find a higher common denominator uh, as believers, and to me, that would be the purpose of God. And so, um, you know, again, I think that uh, it doesn't mean that, that we will always necessarily agree on preference or the outworking of things. I think that's why it's important for, um, you, you know, for us to understand that w- we can actually walk in unity above necessarily the things that we agree or disagree with until we can. And so, again, I think when, if there are things that are fundamentally core to who we are as people, right, and we're asking you to forsake that in order to agree with the fundamental core thing that I have, that's when I think we begin to overstep our bounds. So I think, I think mm. as believers, we need to <clears throat> literally just, in a sense, with our eyes up, ears open, hear what it is that the Lord is saying, and that we can we can um, unify around that.
0: So, how do we determine? I guess what that is is that what comes from the pastor, um, the church bylaws, the church board. The you know, <laughs> yeah, really um, you know, where does that unifying essence yep. then come from? Yep. Uh, it's certainly not us, because yeah. we each have our own opinions and and personal preferences, yeah. and even uh, personal convictions, maybe about what's right and what's wrong, and what we should do and shouldn't do. So, where does that where does that unity or or, or the what we unify around? Where does that come from? <clears throat>
1: well, uh, again, I think ultimately this is this is gets into the uh, understanding of. Uh, leadership and how God chooses and raises leaders so think about this I was, just as you asked that I was thinking about Moses now uh, without pulling out scripture and having a Bible study uh, his brothers and sisters or at least his sister did not agree True. with Moses dating someone that was that didn't look like them right and yet God had chosen Moses <laughs> now Moses didn't walk around flexing Moses in his choosing Moses carried a burden and to the best of his ability, sometimes he failed, sometimes he didn't. Ultimately, we know he hit the rock three times. And all all right, that. All right. But that never negates God's choosing. And so I think within local congregations, and again, that, you know, I can speak to that, because again, I think what Church on 68 is called to do may be different uh, in the outworking of other churches and what they're called to do, but that doesn't mean that we cannot walk together. So I think this man this really does boil back down to understanding the the scripture in 1 Corinthians 12:18. God places people in the body as he sees fit. Man, I'm just telling you that concept in and of itself in today's culture is ridiculous it is, because yeah. we get to, we should be able to because it, you know we're the land of the free. I get to choose where I go. So often what we do is we go to we choose to go to places that line up with Our thinking instead of allowing God to play. So pulling way out, I think ultimately God entrusts vision and call into leadership, and um, uh, that doesn't mean that, uh, I I think one of the benefits of us at Church on 68 of praying together, uh, both as men and as church family coming together on Wednesday nights when that's permissible, (laughs) (laughs) uh, is that is that we come together and we climb together, we see together, we hear together. Ultimately, Resty and I have to give an account for the Church on 68, you know, and that's the thing is that sometimes that's a whole nother conversation that sometimes people don't understand is that, you know, you don't have to give an account, uh, but we, we do. And so that doesn't mean that we are perfect. It doesn't mean that every decision that we make is right. It doesn't mean that we're inhuman and we're gonna cater to everybody. It simply means vision has been entrusted, and to the best of our ability, as we walk that out, declare vision. We can't put that vision on somebody. We're not saying, we're right, you're wrong. We can say, this is what Mm. we're called to do. Has God called you here? And if God has called you here, we unify around the vision entrusted. Now, the beautiful thing about vision entrusted, at least here at 68, is that I know facets of the vision. You know, I think that we've been given direction and boundaries of the vision, but I think the outworking and the facets of the vision are actually locked up in those who are called here. Hmm. So <clears throat> I've given this example before. My job really is the direction that 68 goes, uh, is called to go in, and the boundaries of that call. Okay. And within that, if if peop- my job is to discern if what you're bringing to the table is that within boundaries and within direction, and then it's like, yep, that's awesome, let's do that. Hmm. And So again, I think that it's instead of um, coming under my vision and getting you on board with me, it's actually unifying around placement, unifying around God's choosing. Look, he picked me and rest, like it or lump it. And the thing is, is that because we live in a culture, if I don't like it, I leave. That's true. You know? Yeah. Um, So again, I think that that, uh, and again, I think that sometimes even that biblical pattern, um, you know, sometimes I think people struggle with in in light of we we hire and fire we vote in we vote out and and hence some of the disconnect in the body of christ today
0: well i think part of that is because there's been so much abuse Correct. to within the church of the concept of of leadership uh the pastor as yep. you know the man of god i've yep. heard from god and and don't touch god's anointed oh. and and you know i i understand biblical honor there there's not a there's no problem with yep. real biblical yep. honor Um, but I believe that biblical honor goes all ways, too. It doesn't just flow from the bottom up. (laughs) Correct.
1: Well, and I said this thing yesterday about, you know, true honor in the kingdom can never be mandated or directed or demanded. That's good, yeah. And the moment that we start as leaders hiding behind Scripture, uh, that that's our first go-to. Anytime someone would either ask, hey, why are we doing this or why are we not doing this? If you feel called and you came to me and you said, hey, Pastor, just my understanding of what it is since I've been around, I'm in the prayer meetings with you, I'm this, you know, help me to see, and 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 if my first response, that, that may at some point become the last response, which is not a sales pitch on, hey, Tommy, trust me, it's a sales pitch on, Tommy, I hear what you're saying. Man, I'm, I'm considering what you're saying that doesn't really fit within this particular call. Yeah. I will mm-hmm. never ask anyone, I'll never ask you to give up a core conviction now our preferences may differ. You know, I was talking with um, Ashton and Resi this morning, and you know, just like your musical preferences, and you know, different <laughs> people on the on the worship teams, they have, yeah. they have preferences that they like, and yet there's a very keen sense that Ashton is to be leading and unlocking and releasing. But the sound has been entrusted to to him. Yeah. And so what I appreciate about you is that your willingness to not take your preference and say my preference is right. That I think is a slippery slope uh, when we begin to say no. Every church should have small groups, Every church should do this. Every church uh-huh. I've been a part of does this. You're not doing this, therefore you're wrong. It's like whoa, whoa, whoa! Wait a yeah. minute. Yeah. So again, I was thinking about this thought this morning. Um, if we don't ask, we assume. And when we assume, our assumptions 99.9 percent of the time are wrong. So I think that that in a healthy church environment, you open. door for discussion we 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 open it especially if you feel a sense of call oh yeah uh now if you just walk in the door for the first time and you're like hey why do y'all play music loud why does he dance on the stage why are the drums so loud in the mix uh why are those subwoofers thumping why isn't the pastor (laughs) in a in a in a suit and tie Uh, you see what i'm saying then it's like well we're probably asking the wrong questions (laughs) first right you know because i think a lot of those things when you have a sense of placement you end up like it either it doesn't matter or the question gets answered, right? Right, right. Um, but, uh, but I think when there's healthy church leadership, which to me goes back to another discussion we've talked about, when there's family, you know? Yeah. So so when my kids were little, rarely did they understand the decisions that, that we made. Just do what I ask you to do. Yeah. But as my sons have gotten older, I want them to know why we think we do this in our family. Why? Good. So it's because, again, ultimately, they're going to be leading their families one day. True. So, so again, I think it's... Um, uh, it's not hiding behind some scriptural precedent of "don't touch God's anointed." Y- y- I think that's you don't have to say that. I think if <laughs> there are folks that are coming against God's chosen and, God, and they're they're doing the best of their ability to follow the Lord, God I heard say, oh. Oh, "Yeah, one time he said the anointing uh, is the burden removing, yoke destroying power of God." Yes. Don't be a burden, <laughs> and, or the anointing <laughs> will remove you. So. <laughs> That's good.
0: was funny you brought up Moses because I, I thought of Moses during your message yesterday as well uh, when you're talking about humility. It said uh, false humility. Humility is being proud of how humble you are. <laughs> uh, I thought of the verse in the Bible that said Moses was the humblest person on earth. And then I realized Moses was the one that wrote that book.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's like, wait a minute. A way to go, Moses. Yeah.
0: Yes. Um, you know, you're, you're right, though, in, in talking about um, you know, personal preference when it comes to unity. You know, it's you said unity is, is a decision. Mm. It's not a feeling. Um, but so often we are led by our feelings, uh, and especially, I, I think, as it, uh, as it pertains to unity, mm-hmm. um, you know, how do we how do we keep our emotions out of that kind of thing? I mean, we're we're people yep. we've been created in the image of an emotional God. Yep. I mean, he, he got angry and he says he's jealous. And, uh, you know, yep. God has emotions. How do we keep our emotions out of uh, being unified, yeah, I guess? Yeah. Um, and and I, I go back to personal, you know, our opinions yep. and, and personal convictions, personal preferences and, and disagreements um, you know, when you disagree with somebody who you're supposed to be in unity with, right. there, there is a conflict yep. there, I think, within you as an individual. Right. How can I be unified with this person yep. who does this or yep. believes this or says this or acts this right. way? How do we get beyond that?
1: Well, I think going back to the original first part of the question about uh, understanding how God has created us, we do have emotions and i think that um that's part of the makeup of who we are and we need to allow room for them to breathe and to you know kind of kind of live without uh suppressing them uh but but the other thing is is that realizing that you know just kind of growing to to understand when our emotions are at a heightened sense or <clears throat> they're 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 at such a level that they are uh then um Inflicting their thing upon somebody else. I think we just need—it's almost like self-awareness, you know. I have to okay. realize that, for example, when we raise our kids, one of the things that we read and, it, and I found to be really true is that don't discipline when you're in a high emotional state, okay? Because Good. because if you do that, <clears throat> the high likelihood of you, you know, just reacting out of emotion. It's you know the purpose of discipline is to is to correct and adjust and help. You know, point back on the right thing. But if out of deep disappointment or deep anger, I discipline my kids, it goes from it goes from from corrective adjusting my child to a release of my emotion right. that could actually damage, you know, my kid physically. If I'm, you know, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and however it is that you yeah, you discipline, yeah. and that's another discussion. <laughs> but you know, then that goes from corrective discipline to could lead into abuse. Abuse, right? So I think we need to have a uh, and a, and a, an awareness of ourselves, of, a, of when our emotions are heightened, that we have enough self control, hmm. that sometimes in an emotional state, it might not be the best thing for me to say this right now, sleep on it a day, and then, and then have, a, have a, if the thing that got our emotions going, then we have an, a productive, no, I'm called to walk in unity with you. If I'm mad at you, it's hard, you know, then we try to start winning yeah. and we yeah. lose understanding. Um, and I think that we also have to understand is that as God has distributed gifts, and this was fascinating when I read this yesterday, When we understand is that each one of us has a gift according to the grace that God has given. Right. When I start saying my grace and gift is better than your, than or is right and your gift is wrong, yeah. that's what I think leads to disconnect. And I think we, have enough, we need to have enough humility to recognize that, you know what, I may not see the things that you do, but, but as a son of God to the best of your ability, I can I can still respect your outworking of how uh I remember one uh you know the, the things that are that that you're that you're feeling. I remember uh somebody said this one time and I think it's really pretty practical. It's um we get into a who's right instead <laughs> of a what's right.
0: Ah uh, okay. okay. It, yep. and,
1: and if we can move from who's right to what's right. What's right is we walk in unity. Now, some of the things that we're seeing right now that are outworking some people think how that should be done differs from how others think it should be done. But beyond who's right, what's right is as sons and daughters of God, we are commanded to love one another, mm. to live peaceably with all men, you know, as, as it is possible.
0: Yeah, that's good. Uh, it reminds me of, of uh, something that one of, uh, one of our presidents said, and this is not a political uh, Podcast, so I won't say who it was, but the, yeah, <laughs> so there's no telling uh, what you can accomplish if you're not concerned with who gets the credit. Wow, and that that's good when you're con- more concerned with what's right than who's right.
1: Brilliant. I think it's we can
0: accomplish a lot, a more. whole
1: lot more. We, well, you know what? And I appreciate you know Don Millholland and Out of the Garden Project. Yeah, and some of the interactions that he's had um, with different ministries and different pastors and different thoughts on um, uh, on that he, he kind of referenced that very same thing. Instead of, like, who gets the credit? It's like, hey, can we put our name in the, <laughs> on the bag that so-and-so church did this? Don's like, I think you're missing the point because yeah. what we're doing yeah. is is that, is that we're, um, uh, it's what we're doing in being a blessing to other people. And I think as believers, if we can understand, hey, man, sometimes it's good for healthy dialogue. Why do you think like that, Tom? Help me to understand where you're coming from. Wow, I never thought of it that way. See, because you could say something and again, if I don't ask you, I'll yes, assume, you assume, well, you are this, and I've just yes. limited you. But I've not walked in your shoes. I don't know. You know, so I think when we can have healthy, uh, I'm going to say it, non-Facebook discussions, <laughs> and we can begin to sit down, I'll take you to lunch. You're, the relationship with you is too important. Help me to know why you think like you think, you know? And, and I think through that dialogue, it's, you know, relationship, it's the ebb and flow of information kind of coming and going it's not i'm right take it it's right it's i think that that if the bible says every joint carries a supply and if and if i disconnect from a potential supply i'm actually shortchanging myself and then you know so again i just i think that we've we've gotten very poor at having uh honorable discussion in the body of christ and especially, you know, believer to believer, yeah, we come to conclusions. We don't ask questions. We write off too quickly. And, uh, and I believe that, that I think all the things that are going right now are beginning to reveal some of those faulty foundations so that yes. we get back to yeah. this is where I'm called. And if I am called here, I am called to walk in unity with the brothers and sisters. And again, yeah. I'm speaking to 68, but wherever it is that the Lord has called.
0: Yeah, and that's and, good. I, um, one of the uh, one of the reasons I think we don't do that is it requires a little effort. Mm. Um, you know, <laughs> take time out of our busy schedules to sit down with somebody who you think is somebody you don't like or agree with right. on something. Anyway, you know, yeah. why do I really want to spend time with this person? They're yeah. different, uh, so it takes some effort. But but the effort is worth it if we're going to remain unified. Yeah. Amen. Um, I think uh, you're. Right. I, I think a lot of people. Uh, even in our congregation would think, well, I, as you've said, I'm in unity. I'm walking with 68. I, I wear the 68 Jersey and mm. I show up to every game, mm. uh, you know, and, and uh, but the players, uh, to use a football analogy because yep. that's what I follow. The, the players don't just show up in their jerseys on Sundays wow. and play the game. Yep. They've got to be there for a rehearsal, yep. learn the plays, learn yep. the, the strategy of the coach yep. and, uh, I think that's what's really required for unity, uh, especially at a place like like 68. Yep. Learn the, the strategy of the coach, the heart of the coach. Uh, don't just show up for the game, but show up for the practices and and run a few plays. And, Very and, good. Um, so uh, I'm I'm really looking forward to when we can get back together. Yes. <laughs> and uh, start practicing together again. Yep. I, I know it, it's it's been a little difficult with the uh, separation and, and and things, but uh,
1: yeah, I've had to even you know thinking about that that. As much as I long for that, there's some in some senses there's nothing we can do about that. Right. So then I go to I'm like Lord, well you know what you're doing, and I think that you know again I think about the the release of the water from the Hoover Dam you know busting open things that were not secured in peacetime are floating down the river, and that's actually okay. Yeah. You know, and uh, so I think we need to be open. If those are be like, wow, I've gotten uh, you know I've gotten swept away in this current thing, but I know that that's where I'm called here. We need to be, man, man, so glad now, now, you know, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, and then if yeah. not, then now, you know, right. so, so there, there, there really is for, for resting from me. There's coming just a sense of, of ease and confidence in God's ability that he knows how to build his church. Yeah. And let's just stay in step with him. Amen.
0: <laughs> that's good. Well, that's about it for our time today. And uh, again, this is a, a great discussion. It's was going to Say so if you're not listening to this, you need to. But if you're not listening to this, you wouldn't hear that. So.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Those of you are. Hey, I wonder if it would be good as as well. You know, I think Tommy, as we started into this this whole idea of doing a Sunday Mixed Down podcast, just having a little bit deeper dialogue. You know, as I shared with you in the office earlier. You know, my heart is is that this would be helpful. We're not just trying right. to do another thing. And uh, and if this is helpful, man, just maybe folks could you know some sense of response. Hey, listen, thanks. This is being you know, this this is helping, maybe share it if it it is helpful. Uh, If not, again, our identity is not tied (laughs) into how many followers we have and how many people download our podcast. I think the heart of the matter is, is really helping to, there is a method to our madness. There is intention behind what we do here at 68. Um, uh, It is, you know, I think if there's strategy, the strategy remains the same. Father, what's on your heart? And let's do that. Yeah. Amen. That's good. Awesome, bro.
0: Well, thanks again for another week, and uh, we will be back with you again next week. Thank you. Looking forward to it. Thanks, Tommy. Have a great week. You too. Bye
1: now.